As you see from the title, we're calling this segment, Don't Judge Me But. So, don't judge me, but I watched a couple of mirrors. Now, a friend of mine had told me about a couple of mirrors since last year, like mid last year, maybe even earlier, but I don't want to make myself, I don't want to incriminate myself too much. And she was like, yo, you should watch it, whatever, whatever. And I, and a few weeks ago, in January, I'm going to say in January of this year, uh, I had decided, okay, I'm just going to take a week and we're going to body watch it together. It took me a little bit more than a week because I had stuff to do and it would get into the way a little bit. But I digress. We body watched it. I think we watched two episodes a day because I still had other things to do and other things to watch. Um... I realized after a few episodes that this would be her second time watching it, or at least she's it's a rewatch for her. So um yeah, that's on me. But what is the show about? So it's a Chinese what's termed as GL, uh, a girls' love show. However, in China being what it is, there's not much girl loving happening and you know we're gonna move along move on past that it's about initially it's about this one woman who marries into i was gonna say royalty but marries into money and she um have a good successful career and whatnot at first you think at first i thought her career was due to the the money that she married into but i realized no she's actually had, had she's good at what she does and then eventually through happenstance no no yeah through happenstance more or less we meet the second woman who would be the opposite opposite you get what i'm saying to our main our first main um and she is a photographer when we meet her uh through the show we find out like about her past and stuff and also about the, the first girl like we find out about her past and all that but but this second female lead, her past is almost completely irrelevant to what she does now. Well, not almost. It's completely irre- irrelevant to what she does now. But it's just that her past kind of, it almost comes back to haunt her in a way. But she uses it to do to do right by the people that she cares about. Let me put it that way. So, watching this show, I realized that I don't like straight up period dramas i don't like i don't like the really i don't like the really historical stuff i don't like 70s eight well no no let me not say that i don't know how far forward is when this changes for me but anything past maybe the 60s so like anything going back to the 50s 40s i think this is like a 20s roaring 20s china um if it's there's if there's no fantastical element i don't i don't want it you know so the untamed was right up my alley yes again china botched what could have been a really good love story between two people of the same sex i digress so yeah i think while i did enjoy the story and i enjoyed uh how it went and just different elements of it i realized that it being like a straight up straight laced 20s setting with no fantasy elements or anything like that or may or depending on how it's done um historical which this is technically like a historical fiction but in the sense that uh you're altering 
a major historical event. If that's not what's happening either, then I'm not into it. Like I said before, I do I did enjoy watching this this show and I realized I was just like when it ended, I was just like this this kind of just done still with the rest of it. Turns out there's gonna be another season and I will be watching the second season. Hopefully they can put in some of the scenes that end up on the cutting room floor that more explicitly express the relationship between our two women. These two women are Yi and Weiwei. Well, I think Weiwei is her nickname, but I'm going to call her that because it's way too much too much work to try and remember what her name is because Weiwei is used a lot more. Anyways, Yi and Weiwei are absolutely gorgeous women, but especially Yi, but like the, the the skinny dog, like it's a it it's distracting how skinny Yui especially is because her because she's more feminine presenti- presenting and she wears these dresses and stuff, her um figure is shown more. So it's a it's her figure is definitely distracting. Uh but you can also tell from way way that she's probably really skinny because her clothes fit really, really big. And she then again as well she wears men's clothing it it looks like like actual men's clothing at least for the time so these bitches while while looking very pretty just freak me out with how small they are that's just me weiwei is a badass weiwei going back to her her past that has nothing to do with her being a photographer right now she's a badass just know sir she's a badass uh she she killed people for a living, right? Back in the day. She's like, oh, by the way, everybody's like in them... Tw- not everybody. At least these two women are in them 20s, mid to late 20s, right? Yeah, so back in the day, for way, way was childhood. She was killing people when she was a children, okay? Yeah. And I don't know if it happened before or what, but from... Because, like, because the show starts how it starts and then we end up going into certain things uh we get to see how she kind of deals with people that she cares or deals with people who hurt the people that she cares for i should say in a few ways one well yeah yeah in a few ways but especially when it came to this little girl that used to deliver milk to her every day uh she ends up being run over and left for dead essentially and at first you don't know that that's what happens but there are some people that Weiwei kills and it seems we as audience I think we as an audience know that Weiwei kills these pers- these people but I think the first especially the first first murder no the first two murders the first first murder we don't know we don't know that she killed we don't know that she killed a person we just know to the person something was sabotaged a magician his act was sabotaged he died. The second person, I think we figured out that she we figure out that she's the one that kills the second person. And because of how things are progressing, it almost seems like she's killing that second person on behalf of Yui because they end up going to her photography. All three of them, Yui, her husband, and the best friend who got shot. And Weiwei notices that this woman is sending advances to the husband. Whether or not they're cheating on each other isn't necessarily the case, but 
she's sending advances to the husband at the very least in public in front of people like girl come on get it together anyways so it almost looks like she does it for yui but it, regardless of her attraction to yui right her supposed attraction she don't know the girl you know what i mean she don't know the girl she wouldn't i don't think she would have did that we find out later that those two murders especially have more to do with the young girl's death than anything else anyways and she like she she out here protecting people otherwise because she was like you you was meeting somebody and of course she fought she follows you a lot by the way but that is not where i'm going with this podcast i don't want to recap the whole thing i do want to talk about the lead detective oh my god oh my god that man is so annoying he it's he's annoying because he somehow finds or he comes to the right conclusion in some way but he just finds really outrageous ways to prove his point granted i understand that he hasn't he doesn't have the information that the audience has however there are times when even without the information that i have i'm just like how you get there why aren't we at least assuming or taking into consideration other possibilities? And that's the other. And I think that's the main problem that I have with him is that, okay, everything leads to this person or everything leads to this being the action. However, why can't it be that the steps to get there can be varied depending on x y and z because to give up an example so i can articulate better there is a moment when yui finds a girl dead in a hotel i don't remember where they were i remember where they were finds this woman dead in a hotel in a room wherever and because she's holding the thing that probably would have murdered her, murdered her, which is like a candle holder, the one of those really heavy. I think it's almost metal candle holder. And she, she's. The thing is, where she's standing, as an audience member, as audience members, where she's standing, she cannot see the the person that's dead. She cannot see what happened, right? But the woman that screams to alert people that something happened. Is not I understand that she's not gonna think like that. She's not gonna consider that fine. However, the detective goes into this whole thing of instead of thinking that okay, where where was she, where are the several places one where are the several places that she could be two what are the several possibilities the man just goes straight into thinking that she hit the woman look up when the woman when the other lady made whatever she is did scream. And then I was like, yeah, but are you considering the size of the, the wound? Blood splatter, blood on the, the on the murder. Apparently there was blood on the murder. Oh, right. There was blood on the murder weapon. But like, how the, how would it be able to hit her? You know what I mean? Like, oh, like there's so many things that he could have considered even, con- even when you, think about the fact that it's the 20s they don't have certain technologies at all i feel like there are certain things that could have been considered even with that time that he did not consider but i digress all right i digress we're moving on because that man did annoy me good at his job but it was always to the point to a point that grieved me basically 
like I said, moving on. While watching this show, I realized that absolutely no man, absolutely no man is worth any of these women's time. The only exception being the, I guess we call him her manager. Would he call him her manager? No, because her best friend was her manager. The guy that, the man that works with her at the publishing company, he's been there from before. Actually, is after a while in the show, you realize he's been there from before she got married and he's been, he's here now. He has never made any sexual advances to her or her friends because I think she has some single friends, quote unquote friends, because them girls never did ramp. For just turn panar when things that I go south, I digress again. And he's never made any sexual or flirting. He's never made any advances to her or her friends. He's never said anything too derogatory or like really misogynistic, even for the or rather regardless of the time. But yeah, he's the only person that I'm just like he deserves just as much as our two lead women. Even the detective, for all his attempts at doing the right thing. I don't think he's worth any woman's time. I don't need him to end up getting married or anything like that. And finally, because I think I've gone through enough of what I need to talk about for this. I know I haven't really said anything about like the entire plot and the entire storyline and how things will go. But like, watch it. I would actually recommend this to like just people. But if you're like me and you don't really like the old school, the really, you know, period heavy works, um, you can skip this one. If you are someone that understands that China ain't shit because they keep changing their laws around visual media and what can and cannot be shown and you don't want to be frustrated trying to find the, I mean, the... The GLness of the show is almost missing. I will say it was very frustrating literally getting crumbs of a relationship from two women who now live together, now take care of a child together because Yui gets pregnant for her husband, obviously, because unlike her husband, she was being faithful and one crocus bag of things for try for because the Monday I tried to thief the baby after a while, even though I'm supposed to be in prison or at least in jail. I'm looking something. Then. She get back the baby, the two of them I take care of the baby. There's even a moment in the show where I don't remember how the conversation goes, but um Wei Wei is just like I can I can change my ID to sell time my man. I can be the father, whatever, whatever. And that was but like it's such crumbs, it's such crumbs, which is why I I think that's why I hesitated in watching the show. I think in the first place because I know that if it's not if it's not an independently made piece of work, for example, I wish I could remember the name, but there is a it, actually I wouldn't recommend that show because it's only three episodes and it really upset me. There's a there's a pair of YouTubers, I think they're girlfriends who made a whole show, it's like a three episode thing. And even that in its three episodes gave a more definitive look at, not even definitive, a more explicit look at the fact that these women are supposed to be romantically or at least sexually attracted to each other in some way, to some degree. And this just gives me, it gives you crumbs. And if you don't want to be frustrated, I understand you don't need to watch it. 
uh, it is still a very good story regardless. And it kind of gives me, and I'm watching this show now, it kind of gives me K, K, Kai, KX Yaku vibes where, but this is a Japanese show where their relationship is very slowly built. The relationship is slowly built because they're literally trying to solve a, a crime that involved many murders, right? They're trying to figure out a whole ass crime because things are covered up and all look someday. So it gives me those vibes and that show not even done yet. And so it's just like, I get I get that we're getting crumbs because the show is still good. The The storyline is still good. It It is full of drama, may I tell you, wallipa drama. But I still feel like it would have been so much better with all, with all of the scenes that were cut. Because uh, my friend was also telling me that they did an interview or something like so. But they had spoken about how there was like a bathroom, a bath scene where they take a bath together. Um, and that, and that, that kind of thing, like very explicit moments of them being in some sort of romantic relationship. And I feel like... I feel like with those moments included, not because I'm a pervert and I want to see all the smut, but, but obviously there wasn't smut apart, or rather, it the smut doesn't need to be a part of it. I wanted them to be in a relationship. I wanted to get that payoff of them being in a relationship and not being just friends, mostly because a lot of these scenes just give you, they're, they're right on the cusp of relationship, romantic relationship. Especially with the lens that Weiwei goes to to protect Yui, and of course after a while the baby, but also the fact that there are, there are moments that Yui is like right there as if she's her partner. What was she doing? I remember what Yui was doing. Sorry, Weiwei was right there as if she's her partner. I remember what Yui was doing. There's one time when Yui talking to somebody in the house that she and her husband had, and there's another time when she goes to the hospital because her husband tries to... I don't think he tries to commit suicide. I think he self-harmed and to make it look like he's trying to commit suicide so that he could see her. And I would not put it past him because I, I'm writing an entire article on why that man is just good for nothing. That husband is good for nothing. Anyways, let me move on. So yeah, and she Weiwei was like that she didn't go into the room when she was when she went to talk to her husband. She didn't go into the room. But she was very protective of Weiwei. That scene really stuck with me because she was very protective of, of Yui. His mother was trying to say some things and my girl just stepped in front of her and said, excuse you. She never said nothing. She Weiwei is a girl of, of very little words. But when she talk, I rather when she look on you, you know what you know what go on. And they just move like a couple in so many other ways. And I wish we got the payoff of them actually being a couple. Actually being more physically and romantically intimate with each other. Because they were very... A lot of, I, I can't stop saying it. A lot of the things that they did, or a lot of the scenes that we got, were very friendship heavy. And they could have easily toppled over into a romantic relationship just by literal proximity to each other. Anyways, that's all I have to say about that. Like I said, I wrote a, an entire article about that man and how he ain't shit. If that is finished before, 
this comes out there will be a link in the podcast description if not there will still be a link um you might just have to come back hopefully not more than a week so yeah thanks for listening to me rant and rave about couple of mirrors all right see you in the next one but seriously don't judge me